Welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. This is your host, Ryan Hanley, and I have once again traded Marty Agather up for good friend, good agent, steward of the industry, Boyd McGee from Talladega Insurance. Boyd, what's going on, man? What's up, buddy? I am happy to have you on the show. Uh, Unlike previous episodes, I will not be pontificating or going off the handle, as that tends to be the case with this show. Um, We're going to talk about something very tactical, and I'm excited to have you on the show because I know uh, you have been looking for a new agency management system for almost six years now. It's been a long and arduous journey. It really has. It's, it's, it's been a long road. But excited to talk about it, though. I mean, I'm pumped that it, that, that, that that journey is uh, a certain part of that journey is in the past in the rearview mirror. And another part is is um, is is ahead. The exciting part. OK, so let me set the stage and why I wanted to do this show. So I was uh, happy for you as your friend when I heard you had made this decision just because I know that how much time and effort you'd spent. Uh, we actually um, uh, myself and Ron Berg came down to uh, Ron Berg, the um, executive director of ACT, came down to um, Pensacola, Florida for the Young Agents event, uh, Young Agents of Alabama event. And we did the agency management system face off nine agency management systems. It was a really incredible event. Um, I had a lot of fun. We live streamed it on Facebook. That got over, geez, I want to say it has like five or 6,000 people have seen it. Maybe a couple hundred have watched the entire two hours. Uh, you know, many more have watched in between. So uh, very widely watched and viewed um, kind of live video. And, uh, you know, happy to see this come to a culmination. So what we're going to do today is, uh, it, this is, uh, Boyd will mention the agency management system that he chose, but that is this is not an endorsement for that particular agency management system, not that there's anything wrong with it. Obviously, he chose it, so he believes in them. Um, this isn't a pitch for that particular agency management system. What I wanted to get from Boyd was he has a process, right? So maybe unlike anyone else, he has a very unique perspective on the steps that it takes to choose an agency management system. And the, the, and I just want to kind of set some parameters here. Um, uh, it does not mean basically we're, the way we're going to do this is Boyd took these steps over a certain number of years and came to the conclusion that he came to. That does not mean that you would go through these same steps and come to the same conclusion as an agency management system, Right. Um, we're going to set the table on the size and scope of Boyd's agency. Let that be the framework for why he made the decision he made and the things that are important to him and his agency in the future. So uh, what I'm going to do is I have a series of questions and kind of that are related to a series of steps. And Boyd is just going to walk us through his thought process and what his 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 best advice is for any other agencies that are choosing an agency management system. Now, one thing I will say and having talked to Boyd about this I think you could use these steps in really choosing any technology vendor for any of the uh, potential needs that you may have in your in your organization. So, it, you know, this isn't. I don't think that these steps are just relegated to agency management systems, though. In particular, we'll be talking about how to choose an agency management system. So, boy, before we get into it, uh, first, kind of set the table. You know, talk, tell us just a little bit about the size, the scope, the situation, and uh, of your particular agency where you're located, and and, and give us the kind of tail of the tape um, 
so people know where you're coming from. Yeah, and, and that is the absolute most important thing um, when when you're looking for an agency management system is what kind of agency are you? Um, so when you're shopping around, not to not to jump too far ahead, but um, you know it's it's important to discuss with other like agencies. And uh, we're an agency that that is trying to be bigger in uh, personal lines. Uh, we've been heavy in commercial lines, and I think that that those percentages are are nearing each other. It started probably seventy percent commercial, thirty percent um, personal when I came in uh, twelve, thirteen years ago, and um, that is that is changing. Uh, a good personal lines base is is uh, is something to be proud of, in my opinion. And if people trust you with their businesses, why wouldn't they trust you with their with their home and auto and, and life and whatnot. So um, as I began writing um, commercial business, I started to try to grow my personal book through my commercial uh, book. But that being said, we write cities, counties, contractors, restaurants, um, a lot of malpractice, uh, uh, dentists, veterinarians, uh, optometr- optometrists, ophthalmologists, um, you name it. So uh, we're kind of all over the place because we are in a smaller town, so we have to be generalist, I guess you could say. Um, but we write in 17 or so states, and um, and so the the need kind of for for something new sparked my interest about six years ago, and um, that's when it all started happening, and the wheels started turning, and I started looking for for other other options if there were other options and um so without without jumping into in front of any of your questions i mean that is really the most important thing is 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 what kind of agency are you because there's certain management systems out there that are better for personal lines agencies uh there are other uh management systems out there that are better for heavy commercial then there are uh, management systems out there that really do a good job at being able to handle both. So, um, you know, food for thought, but it is something to pay attention to because what's good for me may not be good for you. Yeah. And what I heard you saying there was not think about not just maybe what you're good at or what you are today, but what you want to be in the future because uh, you have to take that. If you're going to make go through the pain and there will be pain, right? If you're going to go through the pain of choosing an, of choosing to switch your agency management system, um, you, you, you better well have thought about who you want to be in the future. So you're not going through that transition, getting to a place and a couple years down the road go, this isn't this isn't who we are anymore. So I, I think that's that's a wonderful depiction. So um, one of the things that, that I had kind of sussed out of our pre-show call was um, you, you said something about um, about understanding both wants and needs out of an agency management system. So when you're at the very beginning of the of the uh, of the process, you know, making a clear list of the things that you need. And then the things that you want. Can you talk a little bit about what makes those two different and what people should be thinking about and why that's so important to do at the beginning? Well, you know, I think so many people look at the management system that they currently have and they say to themselves, okay, the functionality of this is something that I have to have. I cannot, it can look different, but I have to have what this does, what I currently have. And 
and so that that's a fine line because uh, I know uh, when working with someone in my office, they said, I've got to have future apps. I've got to have the capability to be able to do f- future apps. And the one we're looking at right now doesn't have the capability of doing future apps. You got to step back and realize that that maybe things aren't exactly the way uh, the old one was, um, but the capability is there. So, um, you know, now we call that cloning in in our new in our new world that we live in today. They didn't call it that when some of these uh, management systems that have been around for a while were created. So instead of creating a future app, we clone a current app that is currently in effect so that we do not compromise the integrity of the actual app that's live right now. We clone it and then we can do whatever changes and we can make 75 clones if we want to and send them out to other carriers for future bid. So um, part of what I'm getting at is, is, is when you say you need the capabilities that the current one has, just remember that those needs can be in different, they're going to look different now. Uh, you know, just don't step back and say, well, it's not the same. It can be. It just might be called or done a different way. But then we've got the wants. The wants are the things that 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 are, attract us in the first place. Those those things that we see on the stickers, you know, the, the, the when you walk up to a car and it's got all these great new hot items for 2016, 2017, those things that look great, but do we actually need them? And um, I think what happens is, is once we uh, once we take on those wants, we we realize we can't live without them. Um, so that being said, it's it is it is difficult to separate the needs and the wants. But just remember that um, that the capabilities that you have right now with your current system while looking at the new one can can be evolved i guess you can say and and used in different terms so i don't know if that makes a lot of sense (laughs) no it does it really does you know basically what i heard if i was going to boil it down was um don't get lost in the specifics process of today uh, figure out if the if if there are other systems that can manage the functionality better, right? So you're trying to perform a function, get an app to a carrier um, before the actual signing of the thing, right? You're trying to create a, a future app. Well, that could that could really be called anything, and might be a couple different clicks, or maybe a few less clicks, or a couple more clicks in a different management system. It it may just not be the same set of clicks the exact same way, and you can't get lost in. Well, I've always done this click here and then this click here and this, and then I have a future app. Well, the unfortunate part is, and this has actually kept uh, um, my family's agency on two separate occasions from moving forward with any type of agency management switch was just people were so comfortable doing it the way they'd always done it. And the pain of switching uh, f- was perceived to be more than the pain felt in that day. So um, those, those are really tough. Those it- are really tough uh Tough conversations and to have. Ryan, I'd like to go backwards really quick to the beginning. And that is like, if, if it's okay with you, just throw this in there. I think that the reason why this topic is so popular and why we had such a great result in Pensacola with our battle of the management systems is we can talk about carriers, um, 
you know, not that not that we do, <laughs> but we can talk about who's, you know, what's hot right now and different niches and things like that. But we all have management systems in common, and um, and and we all have somewhat uh, a struggle. There is no flawless management system out there. There is no management system that's not going to need to be evolved or um, or maybe lacks a capability here and there. Um, but it, the question is, can you grow with it and will it grow with you? And then secondly, uh, I was telling you the other day um, that, you know, a good, a good, um, <laughs> a good, a good pastor, a good priest, a good minister can, can, can basically um, find, find a, a spiritual lesson or, or God in just about anything that they can uh, find an example with or any story. And I think in the insurance industry, as corny as it may sound, you can, tell, you can go back to the management system in just about any subject. When we talk about how do we attract millennials, I think management system is, is, a, is a perfect example of how we can attract millennials. Or maybe detract. I mean, the opposite might be true. Yeah. An antiquated, clunky management system um, may, or, you know, something that hasn't been upgraded. I mean, almost all the management systems, certainly every management system that came to the, the face-off has a version of their system that is, you know, pretty close to, you know, work, you know, looking and feeling like anything you would get from the internet today. But a lot of agencies are on some of those systems on versions that have not been updated since, you know, 2005, 2006, 2000. They don't even, they're not even supported anymore, yet agencies are still using them. And that type of system and just the, the look and feel of it may turn off some young employees right away. Right. So, so th- there's that aspect. I hear people say, you know, I want to be able to do things faster. Well, management system. Or I want to be able to round out accounts. Management system. I want to be able to find a way to get a competitive edge on the competition. Management system. I feel like all roads lead back to management system. And more importantly, back to kind of the first question about quantifying and figuring out what kind of management system is for you. Right now, I feel like everybody's in this knee-jerk reaction. Everybody's kind of realizing that there are options or upgrades out there for uh, a different management system. And what I've seen is, is people are, are looking at management systems that are, first off, they're kind of in the dark ages. They've got this old historic management system that even the company that, that services it isn't even doing upgrades to it anymore. And so they see the first thing and they go, wow, I want that. It's better than what I have. Pretty much everything is better than what some of these people have out there. Anything they look at is better. And so they just, they, they, they don't want to spend the time. They see something and they say, okay, that'll work. And they make the choice and they didn't really do the interview process. And, you know, we always say a management system is your most important employee. Well, how many employees do you hire on the first interview? You know? And so we, people really need to get out there and interview these management systems and, and work on it. It's not something that takes two weeks and then you've made a decision and as much as you may be pushed to. You've got to really, really comb the process. So anyway. So, no, I think that's all really good kind of um, 
backstory and, and good things to think about from a high level and, and, and maybe determining whether it's time to make this move. Let's kind of get back into these steps that you have to go through because I just want to, I, I think these are so valuable and, and um, for, for those of you um, who want to get this list as like a step-by-step, uh, go to agencynation.com forward slash podcast and look for episode number 47. So this is going to be episode 47 and uh, you can get this this list. Uh, and I, what I'll try to do is maybe put in a PDF, you can download it, but um, we're going to go, this list will be in a, in a format that you can kind of see. So the next step that you that we had talked about was um, before you get too far into this, go talk to your bookkeeper or CPA and get a view on accounting's take on integration or, or process in regards to agency management system. Talk me through that a little bit. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Um, after I will tell you, I think I looked at six different management systems. Uh, and I would, I would really start liking everything and, and find, find things interesting. And then I would find out that the accounting was not real time. That at the end of the day, I was still reconciling and doing, uh, doing duties at night, if you, if you will, um, to, to bring everything up to current time. And so, um, uh, to me, it was important. I wanted to be able to tell a customer when they called in exactly what was going on in real time. And, um, and so I learned that my, my accountant, my, I have a CPA bookkeeper. Um, that is in our office. And I learned that he needed to be kind of at the top of the list in terms of um, deciding what, you know, what he thought or what we thought through what he thought. So um, I can't tell you I'm a, a genius on the accounting side. I, I was on all the calls with him, but um, I just know, I just know that it's so important to have that, that, that opinion um, from your bookkeeping side. Um, so, you know, it just, that, that, that went before I moved into CSRs and, and that's really kind of the next step was I would take a lead CSR and, uh, in personal lines and a lead CSR in claims, bond certificates, uh, and commercial lines and let them have their own time. So that um, you really don't want a demo with commercial lines and personal lines sitting together. Uh, it's night and day. Their worlds don't need to be um, next to each other on a demo. So after after I looked at it, then I moved into accounting and bookkeeping. Then I would move into personal lines and commercial lines. And we would then get our thoughts. We'd have staff meetings. We would talk about it. And then we would address our issues and then I would go back to the drawing board with my representative that I was dealing with. Okay, so let me just unpack the um, the CSR <laughs> part a little bit. All right. So you said bring your take your top commercial lines and personal line CSR. So assuming uh, you have these people are doing uh, their own functions. So this is with the assumption that you have someone who specifically does commercial, specifically does personal. And in this case, you have multiple people who do commercial and personal. So this, you would have a personal line CSR team lead and a commercial line CSR team lead. And you would just bring those individual people in first. Would you, and you, did you say you would bring them in separately? So commercial lines do the commercial lines part, personal lines do the personal lines part, or you would bring just those top people in at the same time? No, I would have a commercial lines demo 
at, like you said first uh, at first, I would have a commercial lines demo and then I would have a personal lines demo separate. Would you bring the whole team in or just like the me the manager or the lead of that just department? The lead personal lines CSR and the lead commercial lines CSR, and then you've got to then get into certificates, bonding, claims. That's that. In our office, we have someone that does certificates, bonding, and claims. Uh, one person that does all of those. So um, that that they had their own separate demo as well. There's just too much area, uh, and and I would stress that the the person making this decision, the principal, um, uh, be in on all those calls. We have got to get away from the thought process that. Um, well, we're just going to send a CSR to the management system user group meeting, and I'm just going to let a CSR be in charge of the management system. This is your most important employee, and really how dare we let someone besides an agency owner um, know more about that employee than yourself. So you need to know everything they know about this management system. And to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start looking into other management systems. I felt like I didn't know enough and it, I had to take too many classes and courses to really understand it. And I wanted to be able to have a fresh start, but have something that was a little more advanced in modern day. So I think you make a really good point there. And I don't, for those listening and knowing Boyd, what Boyd is saying is not in, meant to in any way slight CSRs or their role in the company. But just to break down what he said, because uh, I do think this is an important point. If you are the owner of an agency and the only person who understands how to use and operate and ultimately make educated decisions on the future of your agency management system is someone who is not invested in the long term necessarily uh, outside of just having a salary and a, and a good job. You know, they don't have any ownership in it. They don't aren't a potential uh, perpetuation candidate. Um, they're a staff member uh, and, and what, and, you know, in, in that regard, if that person has really the, the, the educated say on the major management system, you have essentially given up control of a large part of your company because this is your data. This is where your accounting gets done. This is where you could potentially have E&O claims. I mean, these are all things that are crucial factors to your business and you as the, you know, kind of where the buck stops, uh, individual in the, in the company, you do not, ha you aren't the most educated on those things. So if someone comes in and, and makes a claim against your agency, you, you don't even necessarily know how to defend your agency against those things. So I think Boyd is incredibly right. If you are part of an agency management system that has a users group, um, regular attendance and understanding of your agency management system is, is, is a job necessity. It's not a nice to have. It's a necessity, um, to, 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 kind of optimizing and effectively running um, that agency. There's well, just I, I've, I've heard you say this. I've heard Cass say this. But let's say your management system is, is of the virtual world. And uh, I've heard you both say that what goes on in the virtual world, actually, same goes for the reality as well. Well, let's just pretend that your management system is an actual employee, like we've been saying. If that's the case, why would you want someone else to know everything about that employee and you know nothing about them? You know, 
Um, I mean, you need to know, you need to understand that employee. And, and it is your most valuable employee. And it's working while you're asleep. And it knows where all your errors are, all your E&Os. So, yeah, you need to know everything about it. All right. So we beat that up pretty good. So let's let's keep rolling on here. Um, so the next thing that we talked about was, all right, so you've you've kind of assessed your needs, maybe at a strategic level. Um, leadership has gotten together, talked about not just uh, where you are today, but where your agency is going in the future. You've talked about wants and needs. Um, you've brought in bookkeepers. You've brought in some of your key uh, customer service staff. And now is the stage where you start to assess gaps in maybe a portfolio of prospective agency management systems and saying, you know, uh, and, and these are your words, you know, what can you live without? So this has got to be a tough time because you, you may have, you may, there may be a few shiny objects out there that really have your attention, but now you're starting to assess uh, where maybe a few of these shiny objects you know, like you, you said it perfectly. There is no perfect agency management system. There is only the right agency management system for your agency. So, so how do you assess things you can live without? That that feels like a that feels like a tough process. It is, and and really, to be honest with you, that's how we narrowed our decision. Um, uh, you know, th- that's how we figured out what we needed was finding someone that didn't have those gaps. Um, and when we thought they were gaps, we sat down, uh, sometimes in person, sometimes uh, virtually, and and discussed those. And what we found out was there were better ways of doing them. They weren't exactly gaps. Uh, it was just a new way of going about it. Some of the other systems, there were there were gaps. There there was just nothing for claims. There was nothing to put in for claims. Or the accounting wasn't real time. It wasn't actually talking to our system. So, um, you know, we just realized that we've got as much as we love the system, we have to push away from it and start over again. And that happened a lot. Sometimes that would happen after four and five and six months of of working with a system because it's hard to sell insurance and do everything and Dig very deep into a management system. All oh yeah, time. yeah. So I mean, I one, this you, whole process sounds miserable to me. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy, and and that's why I think is this is great that we're doing this podcast because if we can pave the road for people to 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 know the the decisions to make. I mean, I would have loved to have had a printout of the. Here's the process. This is what you need to do. This is how you go about it. These are the different ones you should look at. You shouldn't look at these if if this is important to you, you know, type thing. So, okay, so we've you, you're starting to assess the gaps of these prospects, and now it's time to start communicating with your staff that, that whatever new perspective agency management system you're going to choose, that it's not going to be the same. So I'm sure that you get some some pushback here because people have been, you know, in, in particular, your third generation. What are you, a hundred plus year old agency? Um, uh, I'm sure that there are people there who the idea of not having their job be exactly the same, even in terms of just mouse clicks, right, is a is a threatening and scary uh, a scary endeavor. It is. It is. Um, I've actually uh, uh, when we go live, I'm going to have a first, second, and third place 
for uh, the best attitudes throughout the entire first year. <laughs> um, of um, and and I haven't decided what those rewards will be, but uh, I want to do whatever I can to control the attitude of the of the transition. But I also have a staff that is um, that has some of them have done a conversion in the past back in in the early eighties. They they knew what it was like, and they also know that um, after the first year. Um, I know my father asked them all, who wants to go back to the old system? And not one person raised their hand. So, you know, they know the end result and they know it's worth it and they know it's crucial to our evolution. And quite honestly, I think that that's why we have evolved and we're still here is because uh, my father embraced technology and and he took us paperless in 1992. So, um, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Um, who do you think is going to give you more of a hard time, producers or, or customer service reps or client just, service people? I just made the producer job so much easier. This The, the real winners in this is accounting and producers. Um, I think that CSRs will eventually say, man, this has really changed our lives. But the, the quick fix will be accounting. Accounting is exciting. They cannot wait. Um, and, and my producers, we know that we know that this is going to be, I mean, you're not going to have to go back to a desktop or to a laptop to put information in. I mean, we literally now can put our information in while we are still in the field on a tablet of which no, Platform is required. No specific platform is required. Droid, Windows, Apple, no no specific requirement. Um, okay, so you when, when we were talking through this, you, you said uh, one of the things that per, perspective or agencies who are looking at perspective agency management systems should think about is is that new is that is that management system just window dressing. Um, what, what were you talking about there? Like, um, you know, you said, is it truly able to grow with you through the years? Um, and, and do they fit kind of your world? Uh, and, and can they integrate with outside resources? So kind of take us through this idea of window dressings and what you may have run into in your, uh, in your search. Right. Well, when you're walking down the car lot and you're looking at different, different, um, uh, bells and whistles, if you will, that are on the stickers, um, the real question is, does the car take you from A to B? And will it take you from A to B on a consistent basis throughout the, the lifespan of the, of the vehicle? It's really awesome that it's got, you know, um, a Navi system and all that kind of stuff. But can it, is it going to last? And um, I, think, I, I think that back when management systems first came out, they were built and Ryan, I'm not, I'm not you. I don't, I don't know code. I can't go and build a website and all that kind of stuff. So some people out there, like my friend Josh Lipstone and that kind of stuff that are big techies, um, maybe even Will Lemansky, these guys may even laugh at my choice of words here. But when these systems came out, they were built on a certain structure foundation. Okay. And that foundation was its foundation from its very start to current day. Okay. And so that that's, 
whatever foundation it was built on in, say, 1980 or, or whatever, some of these systems are very old out there, of which I've never even heard of when I go around the country and talk to people that are on different systems. Um, that system has not evolved. It's still on those building blocks. And so now we have the new modern day systems that are coming out and people are sitting down and they're talking with these other systems that are out there and it's still on those building blocks. It's still on those building blocks. And what I mean by that is it is that system's building blocks. They own that that code in which it was built on. And so the evolution of it is to, to pull those blocks out from under so that it can evolve is almost impossible. And so it's stuck on that infrastructure. So you may see some really cool window dressings. You may see some really cool things that, that the system can do. But the real question is, can it evolve through time? Will it grow with you? Or are you going to be stuck in 15 years, 12 years with a management system that has pretty much become extinct? You know, and, and as we know, in the past 10 years with our what's in our pocket right now, our smartphones and social media, I mean, we have really changed. Our industry has crazy changed. So I guess it's just so important to have a system that you have the utmost confidence that it can evolve and that the system is it has the backing of something that 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 can evolve. Yeah, I think one of the things that you're talking about, too, is uh, easy integrations and open API. Um, I know the agency management system that uh, we used uh, at the Murray Group and that they still use today, uh, three or four years ago, I wanted to plug Infusionsoft into it, and I was quoted $10,000 to connect the API. And, I mean, the God's honest truth is it probably would have taken, you know, that's a that's a couple hours worth of work and maybe thousand bucks. I mean, I probably would have paid a thousand bucks for that, but just the, the, the inability of the system, you know, cause I guess, you know, the other thing you're talking about is, and this is the decision that you have to make too. Uh, and I, and I picked up a lot of this at the agency management uh, system face off. So this isn't uh, all my, this is certainly not my original thought is uh, some agency management systems want to contain everything in their world. And some agency management systems want to just be a piece of the process. And I think, you know, what I hear you saying here is I'm trying to decode it a little bit is, um, is you have to determine whether you want to work with a system that is a piece of the puzzle and integrates with other systems and is flexible and moves and, or you're looking for that system that is trying to be the be all catch all. Again, uh, I don't have an opinion on either way. I, um, I, I've seen uh, I've seen agencies that are effective using both systems, but these are the types of things that you need to consider as you know you get to this point. You're we're in step nine or ten here, and um, and you need to think about is this going to plug into the other pieces that I might have, and do I need it to, or am I okay with it being all controlled in this one thing, and I just want to work with one vendor? They're, they're very real decisions that you have to make. Yeah, I mean, and you've heard me do this comparison probably a thousand times, but it's basically the smart TV that we have today versus grandma's old wooden cabinet TV. You know, grandma's old wooden cabinet TV can really just take the coaxial cable, plug it up in the back, and that's it. Um, the smart TV that you have in your home is ready to take on what comes out tomorrow. 
and it has apps that come and go and pass through it. It has backwards capability. If something new comes out, you can download it into it, and and it just it it can evolve with time. I mean, we don't now now we're not buying TVs that are um, when we get them home. There's something better that's come out. So you've got to have something that can pass through it. And the days of having to call your management system and say, "Hey, is this compatible with you?" No. And uh, if you want to put something else on your computer, you can't because we're not ready for that yet. So, you know, it's freedom, you know, and and I didn't when I started looking at this there that those options didn't exist either. I mean, six years ago, I wasn't able to find this. I mean, so and, and really to get down to brass tacks for my example, Ryan, it was a Salesforce background. It was not reinventing the wheel. It was finding something like Salesforce, which is a giant. Salesforce is a giant. I mean, GE uses Salesforce. Toyota uses Salesforce. Um, this is something that's going to be here, and it's going to evolve. And so now my my management system has the backing of a Salesforce, you know, yeah. so so now I've instead of being told you've got one phone system or you can't have a phone system that will sink into it. Now I've got multiple options. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So at this point, you're 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 assessing um, longevity, um, flexibility, adaptability, all those kind of things. So the next step in the process is you said uh, once you kind of so now you've narrowed your search down. Uh, maybe you just have a handful of one, two, maybe three at this point, but you're probably looking at maybe between two systems at this point uh, in your process. You said it's time to discuss conversion. Data, what converts, what doesn't, what is downloadable. Talk me through the conversion part. So huge, right? I mean, you know, we're talking people listening have got data on there and maps and graphs and photos and apps that are from the eighties and things like that. What's going to, what's going to go over and what's going to go over that's actually in effect right now. So we actually took an, a large amount of apps that we use on an everyday basis and asked our, um, asked our prospects to kind of highlight what is, um, what's going to convert on the Accord apps just tell us what's coming over and what's not. And what's what are we going to have to pay extra to come over? But more importantly, if the system downloads, if it has download capability, then really we're talking about attachments and things like that. And, um, because if, if most of your vendors download, then you're in pretty good shape. Um, so then we needed to discuss with uh, all of our different carriers – do you download? Do you download? And that was that was a fun task. Um, calling, you know, if you've got a lot of carriers that you represent, you know, you, you've got to start you've got to start finding out who's got the capability and all the fun Ivan stuff and all that good stuff. So, um, so we're so we we so we we we've made it to the part where it's time to make a decision. So you've assessed your conversion capabilities. Now we're talking price. And talk us a little through, so when I hear price, you know, um, price doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is value, all those kind of things. I guess at a certain point, you can price yourself out of the market. But um, let's assume they are both within the realm of, of possibility uh, and your capability to pay. Um, talk to us just a little bit about that, that 
value decision when you ultimately say this is the deal and it's time to sign the papers. Right. Well, the reason why I told you prices is, is important is um, it's because the conversion cost. The price of a good management system is is not an issue, really. I mean, it is. I mean, nobody's going to pay, like you said, a million dollars. Um, but um, if it's if it's doing what you need and 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 uh, and above and beyond, then great. And price is not such a huge issue. But the conversion part is something you've got to pay attention to. And those prices are across the board. They're they're all over the place with different management systems. And they all know, they all know what each other charge. And they'll tell you, well, this guy charges you XYZ and this girl charges you uh, ABC. So, you know, be ready for uh for for some sticker shock uh of of what conversion cost and just know that that may be a generic number. Uh because it may not apply to you, you may you may not want twelve years of data converted. Um, I would advise you go and find out what your statute of limitations is in your state, and um, start from there. Uh, remember, a new management system is a new start. So a lot of people's management systems are cluttered with with meaningless data and junk. So it's an opportunity to really clean it up and start some new, start anew, if you will. But also, it's a, it's an opportunity to say, okay, uh, we're going to go back three years, mainly because most most or eighty five percent of our uh, carriers have the capability of download. So we're going to get all of our current apps uh, that are actually in effect right now. They're going to convert. We're going to have some surplus line stuff that we're going to have to have written in. And and kind of go from there. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. It makes complete sense. So, all right. So you've you've made your decision, and uh, you know I don't want to take too much time on this back end stuff just because we've we're already forty plus minutes into the podcast. But so we'll kind of go through this kind of quickly. But uh, but there are some steps that you wanted to share about what you know, and maybe these are the most important steps, right? So now you've made your decision. You signed your document. You got. It's, it's time to do it. So the conversion begins. What's a timetable that people should be looking at? And, uh, and, and you actually mentioned something about, you know, when in your fiscal year or what time of year uh, should you consider making this type of change? Yeah. So um, I, I think that um, in today's time, I mean, look, if this was 10 years ago, we're talking four months, maybe. I don't know. Someone that did this 10 years ago could better explain. Um, but I, all I know is, is that um, your data is going to be put on a basically an external hard drive and given to your new management system. This seemed to be the case with everybody we spoke with, um, including the current one we were with in case we wanted to upgrade to a different one, uh, a, a different platform they had. Um, but uh that's going to need to be uploaded. I would expect three weeks to uh, three to six weeks for that. You're going to need probably two weeks of training, um, maybe maybe three. Uh, I say that because not just training, but you're going to need to have different people that touch different parts of the system go exploring and looking for different things that possibly did not convert or didn't show up. And then you go live. 
So the next question you asked is, is when's the best time to go live for your agency? And we wanted to go live on our fiscal year when our fiscal year began, which is um, one one. That was what our dream was. But then we realized that the holiday season is kind of crazy and, you know, Christmas parties and vacation and people taking off during the month of December. Uh, and then you come back and New Year's and all that kind of stuff. So we are actually going to go live um, February 1. But bear in mind that, you know, our CPA bookkeeper kind of looked at all this kind of stuff and said, you know, hey, if we're going to do this, let's do this post-2016. If we can do it 1-1, it'd be great for our fiscal year. But, you know, one month, you know, is not going to hurt hurt anything. So we thought it was going to be really crucial that we go 1-1 so that we didn't have anything left back there just one month standing alone by itself. But after a lot of talk, we found out that we could still pull it off with, with no problem. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, you said, so you mentioned something about morale once you're live. And uh, what, what, did you, what did you mean by that? And, and how does morale, how could morale be impacted by going live with your agency management system, your, huh. new, your new agency management system? So, and, and that's, that's kind of what I talked about earlier about kind of, um, you know, hey, we're going into uncharted waters, but um, look, we're looking for good attitudes. And so, you know, I, it may or may not work. Maybe it'll backfire on me. I don't know. But uh, having, having a kind of top three for the best attitudes in the office, um, you know, while, while taking on this task – I think will help morale. Um, but I, I just think, um, I just think everybody needs to morale is also confidence and everybody needs to feel confident before we launch that they've been trained, um, that the system has everything in it that it needs to have. They know what the system looks like. Everybody's had a demo. Um, and, uh, everybody felt that it was a, a, a good fit. No one's looking forward to it, but they know the end result's going to be great. So, you know, I mean, I just think that um, I I think that it, it starts from the top and and from from the top. You know, establishing that we can do this, we'll get through it, and it's, the end result will be great, and our insureds will win. I think you I think you made a really good point, and I, and I like the fact that you said uh, it starts from the top down. This this to me, and and I have never been through one, but I'm just uh, speculating. Uh, it seems to me like this is probably the most important time for an agency principal or leadership within the agency just to be engaged and around, right? And, and, and listening because people are going to have beefs and yeah, uh, listening to, um, staff complain about things is no, nobody's, nobody's favorite job. But I do think that, uh, being available and just being engaged in the process and asking questions of your staff and seeing what pieces are working and what aren't. It seems like this is, this is really, the, this is not a time to check out and try to get back to selling or back to doing whatever you do on a day to day basis. This is really a time to kind of double down into your agency and, and be there because, man, you know, uh, the, the power users of that system are going to be struggling a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually going to this management system's um, headquarters 
and spending time with them um, to learn it myself before we actually begin training in my agency because I want to know it and I would like to be I'd like to assist in the training process instead of being having to learn at the same time as everyone else. Um, I just feel like it's my duty to to know it, and I'm I'm really excited about you know. Look here, this is this is a Salesforce platform. There's no end to the possibilities that 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 I can come up with. I mean, Salesforce has you two opening up for their annual conference. And all the vendors set up there, I could stumble upon a vendor that no other insurance agents ever thought of using and say, man, you think you could, we could, we could link up and work together. They're going to have every Salesforce, the way I kind of understand it. I mean, I could be somewhat ignorant this, thus far on this, but if you're on Salesforce, they have to be able to communicate whether they make sense or not to, to, to join them. Two different vendors, I don't know. I mean, that's up for you to decide. But the the idea is, is if someone is on Salesforce, then I have the capability of being able to join up with them and 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 work use their product. So now, because of the Salesforce platform, my my possibilities are endless. Not endless, but as far as yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I um. So let me ask you this: I do not want to know who you are leaving. Because um, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to put them on blast, or you know, it, it, this is a decision you made for whatever reason, and and I don't, uh, I don't want that. You know, we don't have to be negative about it. But I would love to know who you are going to, because you've referenced it. I'm sure some people have guessed it, but um, maybe just quickly, uh, just quickly let us know uh, who you chose, and maybe if there were any other characteristics outside of the, what we discussed here that ultimately, uh, led to your decision to choose that vendor. Again, I don't want to know who you're leaving. Right. Um, so the platform, the management system that, that we chose for our agency is Tech Canary. And, um, I'm really excited about it. I feel like, um, it's the system that for probably four years, I walked around wishing was out there. But what I came to find out was not. And what what I'll tell people um, through my experience, I, I don't claim to be a genius on all this. I just claim to be somebody that's gone through it all. And so what I will tell you is, is make sure you make sure just make sure that it is web based at the very least. Uh, a web based management system is where we should be. You don't need to go download information to a desktop or laptop computer to have the capability of getting into your management system. Those days to me are over and those days are very much over for your millennials you're going to be trying to hire. So the freedom of being able to jump on various platforms, whether it's Droid, um, Android, uh, Apple, Windows, uh, I wanted that freedom. And, and that gave me this, this platform or this management system gave me the freedom to not have to worry about a producer that has an Android, um, a Windows tablet. I'm, I'm Apple all the way. I love the fact that I'm, I think soon we may be able to go to Apple computers, desktop computers in our office, which is phenomenal. So, um, you know, uh, I'm excited. Um, Tech Canary seems to have some really good people. I've met probably four of them in person. 
Um, I like the way they they're very dot comish. I like the way they're they're headed. Um, no, they haven't been around forever. Um, but I've looked at uh, the president and CEO in the eyes, and I, I believe in what he's doing. He's passionate about his product. And um, former agent, former agent, yeah. And um, he's he's starting to show up more uh, in the independent agency system in some of our conferences. So you'll probably see him around. Um, and I'm just excited. I feel like uh, what what I've been looking for myself or my agency has finally arrived. Well, Boyd, I am incredibly happy for you. I know that this has been a long and arduous journey. I appreciate you uh, taking some time to, to kind of document your journey when we talked a little bit about this and what you had done and the fact you made a decision. I could tell there was some relief in your voice, and I know it's probably not all over because you got to go through the process of converting and everything, but, uh, but I have a feeling that um, you're going to make it through this. I love that you're going up and learning that you're learning the, the, I say going up, I don't actually think you're flying north, uh, that you're going to uh, learn the system before your staff so that you can be part of the, of the training process. I, I think that's amazing. I wish you the best of luck. Um, this has been phenomenal. Uh, and, uh, and I think a lot of people who listen to the show will take away a lot. And actually, this is anecdotal. Um, we received just this week uh, at, at, um, uh, at trustedchoice.com, we got an email from someone and uh, they said they were they they emailed our customer service staff and just said you know I just wanted to let you guys know that um, uh, actually it was Sydney Sydney Rowe who who got the email I just want to let you know that uh, I watched your agency management system face off thing that you broadcast from Alabama and that uh, show and and what uh, Boyd and the Alabama uh, State Association did uh, that. That show got, um, I was able to watch it with my father on Facebook Live, and then we rewatched a couple parts, and that ultimately helped us start the process of looking for an agency management system. So I, I think it's just more conversation, more education. These kind of things just help people get to whatever their solution is. Tech Canary is the solution you chose. I'm happy for you. Um, but there are a lot of great agency management systems, and everyone's going to choose the one that's best for them. I think this process can help them do that. So I appreciate your time, dude. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'll just close by saying the things that are important to me and what I say, you should do this or you should do that, those are important to me. I mean, I have, I have lots of friends that, that that's not important to them and, um, and they're happy where they are or, um, you know, they're looking for other capabilities besides the ones I'm looking for. Um, so this is what's important to my agency, not, not what's important to maybe your agency. And um, and don't forget that um, when you're looking for a new management system, you can start within as well, uh, which is what we did. Uh, and, and the options were good. I mean, I know there are a couple management systems that have other options within their own infrastructure. So keep that in mind as well. Thanks, Boyd. Hey, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show, dude. Uh, for those of you who haven't yet, tickets, registration now live. For Agency Nation Elevate 2017, go to agencynation.com forward slash Elevate 17. We're out.